Hello, and welcome to the new episode of Investing Beyond Borders, a podcast from Miranda Law Firm that brings you regular insight on investment opportunities and legal and regulatory updates from throughout the Miranda Alliance world, all in around six minutes. This week, we bring you news on economic diversification in Angola, tourism investments in Cape Verde, energy transition projects in Portugal, as well as other major developments in our jurisdictions. Sit back, relax, and enjoy investing beyond borders. Diana, the floor is yours. We start this week's episode with news from CEMAC, where the commitments obtained during the Paris Roundtable, which took place last November, are becoming a reality. The mobilization of almost 2.5 trillion CFA francs for the implementation of 11 projects has begun, with Cameroon as the main beneficiary of the announced projects, as seven will be developed in the country. These include the construction of a bridge over the Natem River, the Sholay Hydroelectric Development Project, the electricity interconnection between Cameroon and Chad, and fiber optic interconnection with other CMEC countries. In Angola, the National Assembly has discussed two draft laws aimed at attracting more private and foreign investment to the country. According to the government, the law on the delimitation of economic activities and an amendment to the private investment law will observe the principle of free economic initiative and cut red tape to foster an agile economic environment in the country. The chairman of the African Exim Bank also announced that the bank has 1.3 billion US dollars available to fund a number of projects in Angola to help diversify the economy and boost agribusiness. Also looking to promote economic diversification in Angola is the European Union, which has announced that the next round of financing through the European Development Fund will be directed at supporting a green, sustainable and resilient economy and minimizing the country's dependency on oil revenues. In the electricity sector, the government has defended the participation of private players in the sector through public-private partnerships. These private initiatives do not need to be large-scale projects, as long as they're able to solve local problems that promote the country's overall economic development. Highlighted by the government was the ongoing electrification program that seeks to benefit towns of high population density and touristic interest. Also in Angola, the government is contemplating further reducing the current tax rates as part of its strategy to increase the number of taxpayers while reducing the fiscal burden for both companies and individuals. In Cape Verde, tourism developments are once again in the pipeline. One of the largest public works of the last few years, the construction of the São Vicente Cruz Terminal, is to start in March. Despite not having yet announced the selected consortium, Enipor, the Cape Verdean Port Authority, has revealed the five pre-selected groups, Afcon's Infrastructures, Conduril Engenharia, Motengil Empreitel, Sojisatem Dumes Maroc, and Soletange Bashi International. The project includes the construction of a 400-meter and a 450-meter pier for cruise ships, a passenger terminal, and the creation of a tourist village and real estate area. The new terminal is expected to welcome 200,000 tourists every year, a significant increase from the 48,500 cruise visitors the country received in 2019. Another major luxury tourism investment is underway in Saint Vicente, with the construction of five-star hotels by Sheraton and Le Meridian. The project has an investment of 61.9 million euros by Maseca Holdings Investments and is expected to create 500 jobs. Meanwhile, Equatorial Guinea is closer to being the stage for the largest port project in Africa. According to sources from the Embassy of Equatorial Guinea in Brussels, Dutch company Iraq is interested in undertaking a project directed at restructuring, improving and optimizing the country's ports, which could be the biggest port project in Africa for the next 20 to 30 years. 
Great news for Mozambique as the Mozambique Liquefied Natural Gas Area 1 project and the African Development Bank have received the renowned Global Multilateral Deal of the Year 2020 award from Project Finance International. The 24 billion US dollar project in which Miranda Alliance has proudly been involved is Africa's largest foreign direct investment to date and is likely to transform global energy markets. By exploiting Mozambique's immense offshore natural gas reserves, this project should help meet the country's energy demand and also potentially feed downstream industries that use natural gas. In Portugal, and according to the recently published Recovery and Resilience Plan, the Azores are looking to invest 116 million euros in energy transition projects. The goal of the investment is to increase the use of renewable resources in electricity production, reduce gas emissions, decrease energy dependency, and improve safety in energy supply. In Madeira, an investment of 69 million euros for the creation of an electricity system without a thermoelectric component is also being considered. Following these developments, a legal framework for the production of renewable electricity in the region is to be expected, as well as measures that create optimal conditions for private investment in this specific activity. Besides focusing on energy and climate transition, the Recovery and Resilience Plan also focuses on digital transition and social areas, accounting for a total of 14 billion euros in subsidies divided among 36 reforms and 77 investments from housing, social response and the national health system to the digitalization of the corporate sector and public administration, to name but a few. In the Republic of the Congo, the president has approved the construction of a modular refinery with a refining capacity of 50,000 barrels of oil per day. The project, financed by Beijing Fortune Dinghang Investment, has been received with surprise as most modular refineries have production capacities of between 1,000 and 15,000 barrels per day. Meanwhile, Senegal is hosting a major energy transition event, the MSGBC Oil, Gas and Power 2021, organized by Africa Oil and Power. The event will be held on the 26 and 27 October 2021 in Dakar, in partnership with the Ministry of Petroleum and Energy, Coast Petrogas, Petrozen, and several U.S. and Canadian energy industry associations. The event, which will cover the entire region from Mauritania to Guinea, will also cover important players in the region, such as Algeria, Côte d'Ivoire and Morocco. Also in Senegal, GE has secured an equipment contract to power the Cap de Biche combined cycle gas fire power plant, which will be the largest in Senegal, and is expected to generate 300 megawatts, nearly 25% of the country's power needs. The project is expected to increase universal access to electricity and lower energy prices in the country. The Operations are expected to begin in phases, starting in 2022. Finally, on the back of other recent achievements, such as being considered once again as Lusophone Africa Law Firm of the Year, we are very pleased to announce that the Chambers and Partners 2021 Global Guide results were published and that Miranda and the Miranda Alliance members have amassed an incredible total of 21 practice rankings across 10 jurisdictions, 16 in Band 1, either as a local firm or as an international firm based abroad. Congratulations to all Miranda Alliance firms and all ranked practitioners. We hope you enjoy this episode of Investing Beyond Borders. We will be back with you in two weeks' time with more developments in the Miranda Alliance world. 
Please join us again then for more news from the 19 Miranda Alliance jurisdictions. If you have time, also drop by our website or LinkedIn page where you will find more updates on our activity and legal developments of interest to our clients and followers. This podcast was brought to you by Miranda Law Firm and Miranda Alliance. You can find out more about our worldwide activities and assistance to investors at www.mirandalawfirm.com. This episode was presented by Diana Teodoro from our Lisbon office and Luís Miranda from the Houston office. Content was developed exclusively for Miranda by the Miranda Alliance podcast team. Technical support is provided by Catarina Moraes from our communications department. All content is subject to copyright and protected by law.